is the new crypto run finally here are we actually going to be seeing the bull market that we've been waiting for so bitcoin just hit thirty thousand dollars it's been hovering around that for quite some time ethereum is at now two thousand but for some reason not many people are talking about it all we hear is stock market and real estate but there's a lot happening in the crypto world related to just ethereum bitcoin altcoins plus nfts and the metaverse itself where rel is reporting live from right now as you can see my boy how is it it feels lovely in here my boy <laughs> <laughs> all right copy bro i was just in jamaica now you in the metaverse i like the vibe i like it but let's get started yeah so fact that's a fact well, let's get started make sure y'all stick around because we got some pretty cool information but let's get it for a fact we global live from the metaverse here we are but before we talk metaverse nfts and all of that let's currently talk about crypto bro so you know we always bring up these price charts for y'all because it's important to see price action so just as a reminder for people who's never seen a chart just remember that if you look at things strictly directionally and even with that i'll go to the line chart so you can see the direction even better literally this is a representation of price so if the line is going down guess what's going down price if the line is going up guess what's going up price okay so this is just is the price action of bitcoin itself and as you see down here we this is the beginning of the year so let me actually go back to the candles so you guys can see now right look at this they are not low look at what the big money is doing in the market you see this red candle mm -hmm. it represents one day a red candle means that we were red for the day meaning we sold off for the day all right so when it's green that means we ended a day higher than we started the day as far as price goes so look at this this last red selling day was december 31st the first day of 2023 we immediately started a run on bitcoin immediately a huge run too look at the price action of bitcoin as the year has progressed and then we hit a point where we ran up and then we had a pullback, which is very natural. Price can't go straight up ever. It's always going to pull back. But ever since that pullback, they started skyrocketing again and Bitcoin consolidated for a while, stayed in place. And then lately we've been on a run. Bitcoin has hit a price of $31,000 just on April 14th on Friday. And so we see Bitcoin has been on an absolute tear. In fact, since it's lows it's up over a hundred percent it was at 15 and now it's at 31. literally bro 100 return in just around four months that's ridiculous you don't even see that in the stock market anywhere and speaking of the stock market right so we don't have to even show them this but guys like just do your own research and actually we want you guys to comment below look at what rel just showed you guys right at the start of this year it's it's been going higher and higher and higher in terms of bitcoin we're going to show you ethereum in about a second or two but if you just go and look back at the S&P market and you look at how they started last year, it's, it showed a trend where it started lower. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, bro. Literally, like for, like you said, bro, at the beginning of last year, they did not waste any time, bro. As soon as the year started, we started selling off. And we actually had a historic sell-off to the point that it was the strongest sell-off in the S&P since, I believe, 1939. So... They, they do think that's not a coincidence. That's all I'm saying. It's not a coincidence. So let's look at Ethereum real quick. And you can see that same thing happened. We had a selling day on December 31st. And then January 1st, which is this green candle at the bottom, started a run up. And Ethereum looks just like Bitcoin does. And it's on an absolute tangent, reaching a high of $2,130 on April 14th as well. 
it's just wild to me like like how similar they really are like the pullback is the same exact the run-up is the same exact and this just shows you like we're very big on this channel about telling you guys like yo at the end of the day you want to put your money where the big money is putting their money right and if you if you notice a trend they rock with the top two in every industry like same thing with michael you know microsoft and apple in the stock market it's like ethereum and um bitcoin in the crypto market yeah yeah not most definitely and so it's like clearly they've been running up and um you know i want to want to kind of talk about why we feel that they've been running up so mm -hmm. before we even get into altcoins because i know a lot of people like to hear about altcoins as you know altcoins can get you literally a thousand percent in a short amount of time so we're about to talk about that in a second but let's talk about why we think even the the main two bitcoin ethereum why have they been running Nooski, what's your take on that so i i really think this is how it goes right at the end of the day i think a lot of people there was news on cbdc's Right. I think that was a huge component of because when people were thought the dollar was losing value, all of a sudden they kind of said, OK, what, what are we going to rely on? Right. What can we use to protect our assets and not have to essentially report it in terms of every single dollar, every single penny? I think that's where a lot of people started gravitating towards the largest crypto, which is obviously Bitcoin. And then next in line is Ethereum. So that's my thinking. And then also I this this might be a conspiracy theory. I don't know, but I just I have a huge belief that when big money invests in something they do it at a time that not many people are talking about the actual asset so i think when everyone thought that we're going lower and we'll be very upfront and say that we were a part of that group right like if you if you look at the charts and you think about it it did seem like it was making lower trends but then it went higher out of nowhere and i think that essentially when you think about it it's like i think what big money did is they noticed that this is a time period that we can invest because not many were talking about it. It's not being brought up at Thanksgiving dinner. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. No, I agree. They they got in when nobody was looking. And and it's funny because I like I said, timing is not a coincidence. Like the SP five hundred started this year, started last year, excuse me, tanked immediately, right at the beginning of January. At the beginning of this January, everything skyrocketed, which is signs that, you know, maybe this is the start of a of a bull run. And and it's and people don't want to believe it and i'm not saying it is but you cannot be closed-minded to the idea because even when you look at last year the fact that we sold off so aggressively that's because no one saw it coming let's remember we were coming out of a 10-year bull market outside of COVID. we were coming out of a ridiculous bull market even when you include COVID's three-month bear market like that you know so people didn't want to believe we would just continue continuously sell off like that so like you said that's when big money likes to strike when no one's expecting something you know what i mean and so that that's for one reason if you look at timing you see it beginning of this year we ran another thing is people anticipating the ease on uh monetary policy that's kind of caused the second bull run because as you see as you see um we started off right we had a rally then we came down and then right here around the middle of March is when we started the new run-up. And if you guys remember, that's around the time the banking crisis occurred, right? And around that March area where people started saying, oh man, banks are going under. It looks like we're going to have to change monetary policy. Fed is going to have to cut interest rates. They're going to have to start quantitative easing. And also, like Nooski said, the dollar is losing value. Let's We got to funnel our money into crypto. And that's exactly what's been happening. So it's really that, that economic side of people anticipating an ease on monetary policy. A Fed pivot is driving the price of crypto. So if the Fed does pivot, you can probably see continuous runs on crypto going forward. It, and that and that's very, see, that's the most interesting part to me because I'm, I'm thinking like, 
if the Fed comes back and says, yeah, we're, we're actually going to be continuing doing rate hikes, it could get spicy very, very quickly. Yeah, and you know what's also could get spicy, and this is why this is is a tough time period for timing the market. Hence why we always talk about dollar cost averaging, because the other thing is, if the Fed does pivot, they're probably pivoting because we're in a recessionary time period. And something had to pop. Something, something has to pop. I don't care what anyone says. Exactly. And so now this puts crypto and Bitcoin, especially at the first test that it's ever been in. Let's think Bitcoin has never existed in a bear market unless you want to count COVID's mini bear market that we had. So I, mean, I would say they lasted pretty well, bro. Yeah, no. Nah, and, and they did. But now let's see. Does, does Bitcoin move with the stock market or against it? Because if we confirm a recession, chances are if we go historically the stock market is supposed to go down even if it rises at first the fact that we're in a recession the stock market is supposed to go down aggressively will bitcoin follow the stock market if that were to occur that's the question that everyone is wondering right now because remember it's supposed to be a hedge is is it really is it really a hedge right now and we're about to find out if we get a recession confirmation I see what you're saying. I, I agree with that point. I, I also do think that um, last year, Bitcoin actually, in, in my humble opinion, I think it actually did a pretty good job of holding up it, it, at certain levels. It held up, but it moved in tandem with the market, though. Yes. Like, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. People thought it would die. I mean, it took me fair, like it went down by like 70%, but that's it, also, so were a lot of growth stocks. It moved the same way growth stocks did. Mm -hmm. And it's because of risky asset. But let's, let's transition, right? So let's let's talk about now. Let's talk about altcoins um, because look, everyone knows it. There was a time period when we heard Doge every single second. Like when we were teaching at these colleges or teaching at these high schools, everyone was talking about, yo, like Dogecoin, Dogecoin. People didn't even know Bitcoin, bro. That's the most crazy part. You guys, you guys really might not believe us, but that's actually what it was. I was shocked. But yeah. bro, what's your, what's your take on altcoins, bro? I mean, you could even see it in the price action. Same thing. Solana started January 1st. Solana immediately started running up and it's been consolidating, but on the high side from its lows. And so it's like now looking at altcoins, they're going to follow monetary policy. So something that I think I would tell somebody if I was giving advice, we're not financial advisors here. You know what I'm saying? We're just saying I would get into Bitcoin before I touch altcoins because Bitcoin is more sustainable to me and it could potentially be a, a hedge. To me, altcoins are like growth stocks in the sense of you're going to want to make sure that it's matching a monetary policy. So I would only get into altcoins as we uh, see the Fed actually pivot. And we have to see um, the Fed begin to do quantitative easing and slash interest rates before I really start touching altcoins because if the Fed does remain aggressive, altcoins are not going to do well under those conditions. They're not seen as a hedge. Bitcoin, at least we know, is seen as some type of a hedge. They try to look at it like gold or something like that sort is digital gold. Altcoins are not seen as digital gold. Altcoins are seen pretty much how we look at growth stocks, speculative risky assets. So speculative risky assets don't do well in high interest rate environments, quantitative tightening environments. And that's why for me, I would, I would wait on them. Even though you see the recent run, you you need that Fed pivot and you need things to come down first before they start going back up. Yeah, I, I want to disagree with you, but I think you're actually spot on. And I think the biggest thing is what he just said at the end, guys, like, you guys need that confirmation. There has to be some confirmation given to you guys that, yes, this is the time to invest. But with that being said, I don't think it's a bad idea. And there's still people that are listening to this right now, by the way. I have to say this. They're not investing in crypto. Look, guys, like, 
I think every single recession, every single bear market presents itself an opportunity where you can invest in an asset that could make you a lot of money down the line. And just keep this in mind that a bear market might last you a year, at max two years, a recession is going to hit. Yes. But a bull market lasts longer than a bear market does. So if you're able to invest in dollar cost average in a way that you're willing to lose that money, because we're not saying to put 100% of your money into crypto. We're not saying to put 50% crypto. You shouldn't put money that you're not willing to lose. So with that being said, there should be a portion that you feel comfortable putting in where you can take that risk. You can dollar cost average and then see where the returns can be made in that four year period or 3.6 year period, which is the average of the bull market, where you're like, yo, this did give me a good amount of return. So that's all the all I really want to say on the altcoin part, because I, I agree. I don't want to be repeating everything, but I agree with what you're saying. Confirmation is needed. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. And so then with that being said, we can move on. And just remember, y'all, like Nusi said, the stock market goes up about 78 percent of the time. <laughs> it's going up 78% of the time. Now, let's talk virtual real estate, the metaverse. Everybody been wanting to know about the metaverse. What's happened to it? Cause we ain't hear that word since 2021. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, it's crazy because remember, um, was it JP Morgan? Uh, we were, we reported so much on this. JP Morgan was opening a bank there. There was fashion shows happening. I mean, forget everyone else. Back talk rel is in the metaverse right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. And now, unfortunately, virtual metaverse real estate is completely in the toilet. And so you people are starting to like write it off and not champion it anymore. Um, so like you see here, virtual real estate platform Decentraland. I was high on Decentraland as far as altcoin goes when altcoins were we were in altcoin season. Remember, altcoin goes in seasons. That's what we're telling you. I don't think the season is here yet, but we'll see. Um, but at that point, it was valued at one billion dollars and it's free fell ever since billion dollars bro it's crazy because now it says that the numbers are absolutely brutal according to the report only between 20 and 30 people are actually 20 and 30 that's crazy only 20 and 30 people are buying and selling property on a weekly basis amounting to roughly fifty thousand dollars remember that's a massive drop because considering trading volumes were in the millions between late 2021 and early 2022 so from millions to fifty thousand dollars of trading volume just shows you that the metaverse has completely lost steam and people are pretty much writing it off at this point yeah and and i think i think this is another thing to consider right facebook meta now put a lot of money into this and when i say a lot i'm not talking like a bill I'm talking more than that guys they have a lot of money invested within this whole entire platform they made their name meta you know, like just 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 put that into perspective. So I I don't think that metaverse is completely dead, actually. And this might be like a weird take that. Yeah, like, you know, look, it's not pivoting from metaverse. It, it literally is right here. Right. So I think this this is my biggest thing. I think this will be a part of the future. I just think they're too early in the game right now. It's the same thing as a dot com bubble. When a lot of websites were being made, people made a lot of money. During the dot-com bubble and then people lost a lot of money afterwards because then they realized they were investing in things that didn't make sense that's the same thing that's happening right now but what i will say and this is my opinion i don't want it to be like oh my god this is a fact this is opinion that yo if big money like metaverse like jp morgan right and even accenture guys they're investing in this ai technology they're going to be able to transition it to 
the metaverse in some way, shape, or form. It might not look exactly like they thought it would, but I think they're still going to use that technology some way. Bro, you spot on, bro. You are spot on. And I'm going to show you how you're spot on because... And mind you, we don't we pick our articles differently. For everyone watching right now, Rel does his research. I do my research. We combine it after. So I don't know what this actually holds. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's so funny, like, Pete, bro. So uh, basically here you can see um, that uh, they said that, you know, Meta has released the LM, LLAMA language models in response to GPT-3. So basically they're just showing that Meta has been taking a lot of focus and putting it onto AI, right? Because just like everybody else, AI is the buzzword. You want to make sure that you're allocating a lot, allocating a lot of funds into AI investments, generative AI, especially it'll help with their advertisements, right? AI can improve in ads effectiveness, um, as you can see here. So there is a huge focus in that. But as you can see, like Nooski was saying, don't expect a slowdown in metaverse investments. Anyone who sees this as a pivot to AI for Meta is mistaken. Meta is already, Meta does invest more in AI than the metaverse, right? But don't think that doesn't mean they're not investing in the metaverse in itself. 20% of Meta's investment budget goes to the metaverse. Um, like it says, Meta will continue to invest heavily in Reality Labs because they have a huge investment in VR and AR, okay? So people, like this tweet says, those who think Meta has moved on from the Metaverse for reduced focus or reduces focus on it will find a big shock in their upcoming earnings as there's, there's a lot of losses on Reality Labs. Um, Guys, just even think about this in general. Like Apple, we know is going to be thinking about ARBR, right? Like they, they thought about it before. What makes you guys think they're not going to have glasses that they come out with that are going to be even compatible to what Meta's already doing? Because they're so big in that ARBR world already that Apple could do that. Apple's been pretty damn quiet on the block right now, bro. They've been pretty hush hush. So if they come out with something like that, they could shock the world. Not for a fact. And the thing with, with that, VR and AR, people gotta understand, you're not gonna even advance in that without advances in AI. AI fuels everything. AI fuels the metaverse. So just like you see here, a generative AI can be applied to the metaverse. So, you know, as we're talking PPR, right? People don't really like to hear Meta talk about the metaverse because they don't really like that pivot. That's why their stock initially plummeted. Ever since Meta has been talking about AI, they've been up over 140% since November. These people love to chat, but like, yo, another homework assignment for you guys could be go look at Amazon. Go look at what their price action was before everything. When they were, I mean, we're aging ourselves probably, but then when, where they were a bookstore. Amazon was a bookstore, guys. Just just keep that in mind, all right? You used to walk down New York City, you used to see Amazon was a bookstore. Their stock was plummeting. Look at where they are now. That's all yeah. I'm talking to y'all. Everybody gave up on them. And then what they had to do to get everybody's interest back was start uh, talking about AI more. AI is a big buzzword that makes everybody's stock pump. But that doesn't mean that it's not just a PR strategy because the metaverse is still a big focus for them. You just have to use AI to fuel things in the metaverse, just like when we talk about NFTs and AI. So, mm -hmm. you know, to even talk NFTs, AI actually is being fused into NFTs. And we talked about this on previous episodes where we talked about ai nfts those things are coming to fruition now mm -hmm. we talk about this and so even in the metaverse there's such things as ai nfts so ai will actually fuel these things right now the metaverse may not be ready but 
to think that companies will just completely abandon that i think is you're missing the point i think that it's all about timing that's all i agree and i'm just gonna share the screen real quick bro so and just one thing when you're done hey no go ahead go ahead go finish go ahead all right bad, bad, bad. real real quick uh because we know we brought up nfts mm -hmm. so yeah while i'm here i might as well show y'all um so first of all have y'all been seeing uh music and how oh i thought you, you about to take my i thought you about to take my thing all right go ahead you talking music yeah yeah music real quick on the on the nft on the nft front bro i've i heard this fire song from drake in the weekend it's funny because um if you look on our instagram by the time you're watching this you're gonna see uh, a reel that i'm gonna put up that's gonna show um, a song from Drake and The Weeknd that's actually fake. It's AI Drake and AI The Weeknd. They sound exactly <laughs> like these artists. The, the technology is insane right now. And there's a lot of that going on where artists are being, their artists are making songs they, they, they didn't really make. And right there poses an issue even when you're talking um, as far as rights, copyright issues. And so we're going to need regulation in that space. And before we get regulation, or if we ever get regulation in the meanwhile, NFTs can come in handy here where an artist should be able to use um, NFTs for their music so that that's how you know it's really from them. The whole point of NFTs is to show that authentic authentication is to show that this is the artist's actual product. I remember Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, we don't talk about that guy. We don't, we don't talk about you. This man trying to listen, man. Like, uh, back listen, to guys, we are a channel that does not sponsor Tory Lanez. All right, Ralph. Like, let's, let's not get canceled, bro. Come on. He's not gonna cancel, but he did release an uh, NFT album, and it, he did that, and it brought up a lot of profits. But you keep all the profits, you don't have to pay it out. NFTs are beneficial for artists. It's also gonna allow that it's their authentic product. So as as AI come, comes through and shows people all this copyrighted stuff, you don't know if it's really Drake or not. That's a use case for NFTs. So Drake can actually make NFT music so we know it's actually him and not an AI version of him. So that's another use case behind that. No, that's a fact. I, I think that it's, I thought you were about to take something, but you made a great point, right? And I, this is exactly what I want to kind of show here is, so you know how Raul just said that you can make, you can make money uh, from this stuff, right? So guys, when you actually look into it, the first thing I wanted to just do because I typed in on Google NFT just to see what comes up. And there's not much news on this because people are, once again, they're not they're not talking about it. No, no one's really conversing. But what I did see is Trump, just Donald Trump everywhere and what he did with the NFT world. So I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So I clicked on this. It says that Trump made a bundle of cash selling NFTs. And this is, this is pretty recent, right? It says financial filings, they show this. And it says that former president Donald Trump has made between 100000 and $1 million in income from NFT. And this is what his NFT looks like. Like this, this, this is it right in front of you guys. And I saw like a, it was a video. I can't remember where it's from, but it was like, yo, like why can't I just save this video or this picture? Right. And why can't I just save it? And it becomes a JPEG. That just shows you don't understand what an NFT is. That you can't just save it. It has to be authentic, right? There's blockchain technology that kind of shows you how that is authentic. So I just wanted to kind of show this that people will legitimately use this as a way to make money. And when I say people, it doesn't have to be insanely famous people like the president of the country or former president. It could legitimately be people like us if we're launching a brand and we're like, yo. The only way you can access that brand is if you buy an NFT and then all of a sudden the NFT value goes up. So a lot of creators will start using this as well. So that's a point that we wanted to make that at the end of the day, people are not talking about crypto. People are not talking about blockchain technology as much.
but AI is going to push that front, right? NFTs will get better. Blockchain will get better. And then so will Metaverse. And we're going to see REL reporting live from there even more. So there's going to be a lot of stuff like this. But is this the actual bull run? The answer to that is we don't know if it's an actual bull run or not. What we do know is if you dollar cost average into investments like Bitcoin, like Ethereum, like the top two, where a lot of the big money is going, it could show some good dividends. Definitely, definitely. And just remember that everything follows what the Fed is going to do. At the end of the day, once the Fed starts quantitative easing, which is when they're pumping money into the markets, when they lower interest rates again, that will eventually create bubbles. That's what always starts bull markets. So just be aware of that. That's all I can say. Follow the Fed. Don't fight the Fed. That's so fair. I just realized, bro, you match the background. It's kind of funny. I gotta lie. I, I just thought that. Yeah, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I see. Nah, but if you also didn't watch it, thank you. We appreciate you. Please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Plus that little notification box we drop. Two videos a week. Don't want to miss them. We will check you out on Wednesday. Until then, peace. Peace. Soundstripe.